0: French hands. Bonjour, je m'appelle a hen. Bonjour, je m'appelle a hen. A hen. Je suis la hen. That's a French hen. Let's see what a French hen sounds like. Bonjour, je m'appelle parle hen. Am I the only person who did literally eight years of French in school and I don't remember shit and I don't know why I did eight years of French and I remember je suis, tu es, il est, vous êtes, nous sommes, ils sont." I don't even know if that's one. Dude, it's confusing though. They always say English is the hardest language. Not if you're taught it as a baby. Seems pretty easy to me. French was crazy because they're like, there's like male and female items. I've never understood that. We do not have that in English. In English, everything is just sort of a thing, right? We don't go like "Eh, a (laughs) tree. The tree is masculine and the car is femaline. But literally in French, in German, I think too, probably Dutch. They literally have like there's a masculine things, there's feminine things, and there's like le, le like a like a an eraser would be masculine le eraser. Est-ce que tu as la ma- Right, but then a pen would be feminine, and that would be like oh est-ce que tu veux stiloé? ma stiloé? I've always wondered why they did that. That was one of the hardest things for me to learn was French because I think part of me just didn't care, to be honest. Like, I'm not trying to be whatever. We're a bilingual country. It's important, but it just, I don't, I'm not around anyone that speaks it. And so you just lose it. The thing is you just lose it instantly. And, uh, but I'm happy to hear that there's three French sent three. Whoa, whoa. All right. Let's regroup for a second. There's three French hens in the song. There's so many birds. Ugh. Could you not gift anything else back then? What about like a little guinea pig? Or a hamster? What about three French guinea pigs? I don't know. I had to go to Sephora today. And I'll tell you this. Sephora is a very intimidating place for a man to go. I don't get nervous that often with things, but Sephora, there's something about it, man. You just go in and I'm like, I just, you know what it is? I'm like, I don't belong here. here. That's how I feel like I just don't belong in this store. Everyone knows I shouldn't be in here. It's like when you go into Victoria's secret (laughs) by yourself. Hey, do you guys ever just go in Victoria's secret by yourself? Just cruise around. You just feel like a creep, right? You always want to make it very clear that I am with, when I'm in Victoria's Secret, I go, I'm with a lady and I'm shopping for her. I'm not just some guy. I'm not just a guy. Looking at undies. I don't know why I get so paranoid about that. Even when you're at like Walmart and you cut across the clothing section and you go like past the women, if you ever cut across and you go through the women's, Underwear section, I always want to look at people and go, I'm not, I'm trying, I'm looking for hardware. I'm not, I'm not here to look at women's undies. But Sephora, at least there's not that perv factor, which is good. But there is the uncertainty factor and there's the like, I'm not supposed to be in here right now. Be happy. She doesn't even go here. Do you even go to this school? No. I just have a lot of feelings. Okay, go home. So I went today and luckily I just asked the girl right up. I said, "I don't know what I'm doing here. These are the items I need for Christmas. Please help me." And you know what she did? What a hero. She had a headset, she headset. I love when they do this. I love when they do this in stores. I'm like, "I'm looking for this foundation or whatever the heck it was. This eye stuff." This earlobe cream. I don't know what any of this stuff is. And she goes, you know what? You go head over there, and I'm gonna message someone right now and they're gonna meet you. And I go, I just go in the vicinity of where she pointed, and sure enough, there's Megan. Hi. Hi, are you the one looking for the cream yet? And I'm like, I I am. She's like, yeah, this is the one you need right here. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Just the level of customer service. And I used to always think it was silly to have the headsets. But you know what? When you use them like that, I go, thank you. You're helping me. Because do you think that a guy... Do you think that I could walk into Sephora and try to figure out what shade my fiance is? Dude, it's like painting a bathroom. When you go in there, they have more color palettes in Sephora than Home Depot. More shades... (laughs) of <laughs> like what color what shade is your lady and i would say pale irish that's what i would say pale irish and you can, you know what you can they're so good you can tell them that and they go yeah that's right that's porcelain we have a it's 1w1 porcelain light ivory finish and i go dude women's makeup is just another science that i think doesn't get enough credit to be honest like I know that it's, there's professionals in there and it's, I think, what is it called? Cosmetology or whatever, but it does not get enough credit. First of all, how much effort, how many things women have to think about for just appearance wise that guys don't even have to consider? Like as a man, dude, you can literally wake up. If you have a shower, you brush your teeth and you comb your hair, you're a fucking hero. You go to work and people are like, wow, you're really well put together today. And it took eight minutes. Do you, I, I hope that everyone realizes when you see, like when you see a lady and her hair is nice, the teeth are good, the makeup is good. That's at least an hour that she put in to do all of that. And the guy who spent seven minutes total putting on deodorant, brushing his teeth, combing his hair, using a four or an eight in one body wash shampoo combo gets just as much credit it's it's absolutely crazy i don't i don't know how you guys do it and uh you deserve more credit but and sephora always reminds me of that because it's to me it's like it's insane when you go in there um just how many options there are i wonder how we got to that point where women have to wear makeup and guys don't they tell apparently in egypt the guys would wear makeup isn't that crazy i do fantasize about that in a strange way though because i wonder like I mean, the downside is, as a guy, you always have to be au naturel. Right? And I'm happy with how I look, but I always think, like, what if, what if I got to wear makeup? Right? What could I look like? Even with just a little bit, I would like to do... Okay, let me think. If I could wear makeup as a guy, I would do... Lipstick, I don't care. I would do a little bit of... I think eyeshadow. I would love to bring up my eyes a little bit. And a little bit of um I might do some highlights in my hair just to keep it a little a little interesting, right? Just to keep it a little textured. <laughs> I don't know. So I had to do that. That was that is scary to go into places like that. It's same with like Yeah, Victoria's Secret, it's scary in there. And they just have buckets. It's such a weird thing to me because when you go into, like, Victoria's Secret, there's just buckets of underwear. And I don't know why that seems so weird. I mean, it's normal, but it just seems seems weird. I guess maybe because there's not a male equivalent, right? Like, there's no dude, there's no guy sexy underwear store. Where we like, we we look, right? We try shit on. We just have boxers. We buy our shit in like a 10-pack from uh, from Walmart or Superstore. So maybe that's what it is. I just don't have any frame of reference. But, I mean, shout out to you. I had to do that. The lines are getting crazy again. And I, I don't like to see that we're back to... I went to Staples today too. And you're back to like lining up outside the store six feet apart. But I don't, I don't even understand how that line works. Cause I was in line at Staples and the guy comes up and he goes, are you here? I, I swear to God, I was like the 12th person in line. And I was thinking about just bailing on it. And then he goes, are you here just to shop? And I'm like, yeah, I just want some things in the store. And he's like, oh, you go right in. Dude. And I, and he, he waltzed me into that Staples And I passed 11 people waiting in line. And let me tell you something. It feels good. Because they're losers. Uh, Do you get it? I walked past 11 people waiting in line. I don't know why I got priority. Because all I told him was that I'm actually shopping. And he said, right this way. And it feels good. I felt like I was a VIP. Like I had a red tape around me just because I got to go into Staples and get a freaking... A freaking? What am I, 12 years old? Get a freaking? I don't give a heck. (laughs) Get a freaking dry erase marker. Feels good. You guys ever have like a VIP experience? It's weird, right? Because we hate those people. Generally, we hate those people. The ones who... You know, get special rules, take exemptions, cut the line. I hate those people. But then, when you get to be one, you're like, you're damn right. You're damn right. It's like when you get upgraded to first class on an airplane. You had an economy seat your whole life. And you still will. You're an economy person. But you get upgraded to first class. You sit down and you watch the people go to economy. And you just go, (laughs) Don't touch me. Don't touch me with your economy hands. Because I'm first class now. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how like instantly our frame of reference will change to stuff like that. And so, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised when you give people a little bit of power, they start tripping on it. I think we've seen a little bit of that with the the lockdowns in certain areas, you know. I don't think here it's not been so bad, but you can see you give politicians now the power to shut things down, lock it in, and some of them just look at it as like, yeah, I get to control this shit. It's creepy. All right, now let's move into some fan questions. There are fans of the podcast. And we have some questions. So let's talk about it. For a bit. All right, let's move into some fan questions here. We got some coming in over the 12 days of Christmas. The first one is, um, this is called Ideas for the podcast. Gifting, who gets gifts? What are those gifts and how much do you spend? Example, neighbor. All right, neighbor, no. I don't even know who my neighbors are, to be honest. I mean, if you're friends with them, maybe. If you're friends with them or you're afraid of them, then I guess they get a gift for your neighbor. Dude, does anyone even put effort into meeting their neighbors anymore? I feel like that's kind of lost, which is kind of sad. I remember back in the day when I lived in a call de sec. See, that's a French hen. Le col de sec. A de sec. Which is a round street of houses. We would have block parties. And block... Now that I'm becoming an adult and I get older, you start to realize that your parents no longer had the opportunity to go to nightclubs they didn't have the opportunity to wild out as we like to say so then you realize that the little things like a like a block party i mean that's like a that's like a, a party bus for your parents you realize that now you're like that's an opportunity for them to actually go hang out have like a mini house party in the middle of a cul-de-sac and just get you know, get fired up, have a party and have fun in a weird way. And you realize that after I'm like, oh, that's why we did that shit. Because finally that was a chance for you guys to all get drunk, have a house party in the middle of a thing and uh, let loose for a little bit. And you realize that later on in life. That's the, that's the little things that you realize as you become an adult, all the little things that your parents had to do because they had you, you don't realize it as a kid right? You just think parents choose to be boring or they choose to like, you know, not have as much fun. That's because of you. You're the, you're the reason. So they have to do weird stuff. Like have a, have a block party, right? I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. Oh yeah. Your neighbor. So your neighbor's got a gift. If you're friends with them, Your boss, Man, I've always wondered about this because it feels like your boss, you should get your boss a gift. Um, And again, I guess that depends on like who is your boss, how it's, I mean, this is obvious stuff. What is your relationship like? You like your boss, get him a gift. You want to get promoted, get him a gift. Do you have that type of relationship? Because you don't want to be that person who's the, what do they call them, brown nosers, sucking up either. So I don't know. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I don't think I've added any value with this discussion on the boss gift, but yeah, that's a good question though. And the budget I mean, I don't know. It's up to you, man. Now here's a, here's a really good question. This is from the same, uh, it's from the same person staying at your parents' house for Christmas to bang or not bang your significant other. Where slash when do you do it? This is a great question. This year, it's a little less relevant because everyone's going to be shut in. But you're right. The first time that you go and stay, Christmas or not, that you stay at the um, the other person's, your significant other's parents' house, there's always that question, right? And I think Christmas, we go in with a pure heart and pure soul, and we're there to celebrate the birth of Jesus. I think it's his birth. We're there to celebrate the partridge, the two... Uh, Turtle doves, the the three French hens. Bonjour, I am a hen. Je suis a hen. And we go on their pier. But then guess what? Somebody mixes up a little Christmas juice. You have a little rum and eggnog. You play a little board game. And then at the end of the night, you go to sleep. And somebody, you know, you feel like you want to make it a little frisky. There's a little bit of a mistletoe in the air. And to do or not to do is up to you. And there is isn't a very obvious stalking stuffer joke here that I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let you do it in your own brain. You can do the stocking stuffer joke for yourself. But I think, I think you got to do it for Christmas sake, right? It's festive. It's fun. This is the other question. Top 10. Worst, best gifts, give or received. We covered that last episode. And when you found out Santa wasn't real, man, that's the other question. That's a very good question. When did I find out Santa wasn't real? Now, here's the issue is I had a twin brother and he was a lot more aware than I was. And I remember he knew things. I feel like he knew at like two years old, none of the, none of it. If you have kids, um, cover their ears right now. Three, two, one. He had a suspicion very early on that it was, none of it, that shit was real. But I did I believed. I believed late. Late. There's two things that I did late in my life. One was wet the bed. And two was I believed in Santa. And they might have ended at the same time. 16, 17. Or <laughs> they might have ended at the same time. But he knew way before I did. And I think he just started getting embarrassed. I would, do, I would be at school telling kids, I'm like, Santa's coming. Santa's coming. And everyone laughs. And I didn't realize it. And if I, I think he finally just told me. He's like, you know that, like, that's, it's not, you know, it's mom and dad, right? And I was like, what do you mean? We all go to bed so Santa can come. He's like, no, mom and dad do all of it. And that shook, that shook my world. It still, it still shooks my world. It still shooks my world. And I wish he hadn't have told me. I. I but I do remember, you know, what's so funny is I remember having the thought when I was a kid, like, if I ever have kids, how do I... How do I um, invite Santa into our house type thing? So it's stupid, but I was a late bloomer with that. You know why? Because I like to believe. I like to believe in things because isn't it more fun? Isn't it more fun to think that Santa's out there? He's going to be out there this year, hopping down chimneys, spreading COVID across the world. (laughs) I don't know, man. We'll see what happens, and um, that's the third day of Christmas right there. We're going to see what happens for the fourth day of Christmas. I hope that you guys all have your uh, gifts set up. Actually, I guess today is Christmas, isn't it? One, two, three, four. One, two, three. No, we still have a couple days until Christmas. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I looked at the calendar. We got a couple days until Christmas. So that's the third day of Christmas. We got a couple days left. And I would love to know what everyone's traditions are. what are you into? you guys do fondue, you do fondue Do you pack your stock stock? holy your stockings. Do you guys believe in Santa still? I don't know. Let me know. And let's see what happens and I want to say to everyone listening thank you and happy third day of Christmas. Bye bye.